0: so you pretty much flow with the goal we're
1: not here just to take part we're here to take over if you want to fight let's fight for right now I guarantee you man you wake up on the ditch let's do it UFC 187 back in the books uh, I think um, it it's the card that was promised so much, and I'd say got pretty close to the mark. Yeah, oh, I, um, all I, up.
0: I had a great time watching it.
1: Yeah, all up was a good card. Yeah, uh, got so, a bit
0: of a hiding before it started too. There were a few changes here and there, and a couple of dropouts. And
2: well, I mean, even with the dropouts, you still got value for money, especially if you're in Australia and streaming it.
0: Yeah, well, <clears> and, and also they were saying, I heard Dana say that they didn't think Arlovsky was actually going to fight. Like two hours up to his fight, he's, I think he was calf. Separated or something like that, like what some real f- bad injury. And um Dana said that he doctored in the assessment on Alovsky, and he could see that Alovsky was just gritting his teeth and getting through it. Wow. And then he looks at him and goes, All right, um it's up to you. Can you fight? He goes, I'm fighting. <laughs> what yeah. kind of
1: a question is that? Then then somebody go, like Alovsky.
0: Yeah. And then Dana goes, uh, I called him into my dressing room. First i was like, You got a dressing room? Wow. I <laughs> thought like cage style would have been in your seat, and that's it. So he calls him in and he's like
1: Or Look, the skybox yeah, or some shit. Yeah,
0: he goes, Look, you don't have to fight. You know, do you wanna if you wanna fight you can fight But if you're injured, any any damage can happen, you know, don't do it And he said I love he just started laughing, he goes did you seriously pull me out of my dressing room to say that to me? Yeah. And he laughed at Kevin for the fight. You going, me out of my dressing room <laughs> yeah. to say that. Yep. And he laughed and went back and got to up for the fight.
1: Well, like I was saying, you know, we had a lot of people pull out uh, of the card, like uh, John Jones and uh, Kahib. Yeah. Um, and then we had Nina Panseroff pull out, um, what, an, an hour beforehand? Yeah. Missed weight and then missed a curtain call. Yep. She had so the, the flu. Had that's the what flu. Happened.
0: She had the flu leading up to so it and... Up. I think she was, apparently, she was lucky to get the doctor's clearance for it leading up to the fight, but she gritted it out um, because she couldn't really train, or obviously the flu fucked her up pretty bad when you got asked to doing cardio on that. She had trouble cutting the weight still tried to fight and doctors wouldn't clear at the end of it so it was her she wanted to fight doctors said no nah, we it can't w- do was it it was a doctor's call was it so well, say, yeah.
2: well apparently it was a vicious strain of man flu and you know women just couldn't handle Whoa, that shit oh shit so saying, you know she was on the lounge ringing bells no one was getting a noodle soup or anything
1: three month medical suspension
0: <laughs>
2: yeah she's oh <laughs> we may not see her back she may retire
1: um, I did say that uh, Rose got her winning show Money anyway. Oh, she did. Um, yeah, oh, she got good. paid. Yeah. So I, I don't know if um, you know that that cost them any pay per view buys. But um, look, I mean, no. Well, especially since it wasn't on the pay per view card, nah, so I don't know it, why it would.
0: me is Rose though. She's coming off Ultimate Fighter. Uh, lost, lost the belt on the Ultimate Fighter series. Yep. Um, this is the. Uh, being billed as the biggest card of this year so far. yeah. The older, want... older McGregor one's probably going to be the, the bigger for pay-per-views, but yep. this was a huge exposure chance for Rose, and I think that was one of the main things she would be disappointed about. Obviously, yeah. you want to fight, but... Wait,
1: the money's but nice, but you you want to yeah, fight. you want the exposure. And
2: she's the, sort of, the uh, sort of fighter that wants to
0: fight, too. Like Exactly. When they told her that, she probably went out of the car park and just started picking <laughs> She started crying because Pat Barry posted photos of it uh, <laughs> on, on Twitter, uh, as, a, as a good boyfriend does. Uh, I abso-
1: absolutely believe that. Um, Okay, well, let's look at the the UFC Fight Pass uh, prelim fights. Um, Kicking off the the dust, then, is Justin Scoggins, and he got a decision win over Sampo. Um, One thing I'll say about it, at least it was a... a good unanimous decision there was no controversy you know. no. it was all three rounds this Coggins
0: it was just your basic uh, Josh Tempo from a strong wrestling pedigree trying to wrestle mixed martial artists yep Um he got touched up pretty convincingly um in and out of the exchanges and going for his takedowns hey look he did well to to make it to a decision to be honest um,
2: yeah it just seemed like he didn't have a B plan yeah I agree it just didn't work for him and, well, you know, maybe we'll see him come back after a little bit. Maybe we won't. I don't know. It's, uh, he,
0: hasn't, he hasn't really shown much for me to spend time watching, to be mm, honest. No, I think it come down to making some changes in training camps and trying to diversify a little bit. Got the talent because his wrestling background is definitely, you know, valid, but you can't be one dimensional in this day and age for mixed martial
1: arts. No, especially when others are, are training specifically for this for, for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, yeah
2: th- the only thing I don't get is how it goes 10-9. Because to me, there was at least
0: one ten-eight round in there. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, if they—it's almost like an encouragement award. If you yeah. put in the effort, you get a nine. You know, you,
1: you show us that you're trying to yeah. do something.
0: If you throw some weak back fists, and it's all good. I, yeah.
2: don't, I honestly don't understand the ten-point must system. Like, why not just give someone nobody, one point? Nobody does. Point. Nobody does. No, well, or just award the round to someone. It's just—it's
1: just a way to get it um, through the athletic commission, and, yeah. and we're stuck with it.
2: I think if you if you scored around ten-five, that guy must have died and been. Uh, defibrillated back to
0: life. Pretty much. I don't know what the
1: category would be for that. I, I've had this argument since Sale of the Century. Like, why give $5 for every correct question? Why not just $1? Yeah. I mean, it does, and why, make start, why start on $20? Yep. I well, mean, Tony was just giving money away right there.
2: But Sale of the Century had like $6 deals, $7, $8, and then they negotiate down. He's like, you can have this fucking set of steak knives for 8 bucks. He's like, oh, can you make it 7 all right,
1: so Bucks. See, they just weren't thinking. Like, clearly, why does it need to be that? And that's really where the ten point moss system started. Um, On onto, the there you go. On to uh, match that's number fact. two. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, the cunts didn't turn up. Um, Islam Makachev uh, gets the the win over Leo Cunts, and Cunts uh, was clearly out of his depth.
0: Cunts yeah, was just bleeding over the fucking place by the end of it. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, look. I don't know if it was just ring rust or if he's just not any good, but. It was hard to pick what he did right in this
1: fight. It really was. So you're saying it's hard to put your finger on what cunts did?
0: Yeah, pretty much. In, um, pretty much he's f- got fucked. He got <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Um, as, as soon
2: as um, Islam got behind him, you knew cunts was going to be in trouble. Um,
1: to be honest, I reckon it was earlier than that. As soon as you saw both of them walk in, you go, yep, there's that mad Russian and there's that head on the stick. <laughs> yeah. We can see how this one's ending. Um, I, was, I was surprised it got to round two. As soon
0: as you say, hey, this dude's training with Khabib. Oh, can't suck. <laughs> It did seem like we spent
2: more time thinking up jokes about his last name than he did preparing for that fight.
0: We're yeah, probably right. Oh. That's what pissed me off. Is that if this is his last chance, I still got at least ten jokes like, in well, the, the bank. I know. mean,
1: <laughs> they write themselves, clearly. Yeah. I mean, he, he is in a very difficult position. He's in a slippery position. He could slip right out of the card. Yeah, um, but um, you know, um, Makachev. Um, I think it's, uh, it's a great start for him. Um, he did what he needed to do. Yep. And I reckon we're going to see more of him.
0: Oh, absolutely. And uh,
1: I think the funniest thing
0: was when the fight finished and <laughs> you see Joe Rogan come in and you've got Khabib
1: translating. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. I, I wish I knew any Russian. Yeah. Or, or knew somebody that knew Russian <laughs> yeah. because I'm giving a 10% chance that what he said is actually what um, Islam was saying.
0: 10% is generous. I saw yeah. after he translated it he gives the microphone back to Joe and then he just shrugs his shoulders like, oh, I think that was right. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, my um, English sucks anyway.
1: I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um
0: but, yeah, fuck it, he's Khabib so he can do what the fuck yeah, he wants really. He can do
1: what he wants. Okay, first match on the uh, undercard it was Colby colbinton versus Mike Pyle. Um, there were moments of a fight here. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a three-round decision. Well, I mean, they should have
2: just had him run around the block a few times and then fight for a minute, because that was all that, of that fight that I thought was worth watching, that last oh, minute.
1: Was, yeah, there was a uh, nice takedown in the first round. I mean, it, it, Colby worked hard for it, yeah, uh, it. And, and got it, but it was a long time to get there. and It was a, a technical fight, I guess, yeah, but against the like, cage.
2: Takedowns are... Something you have to work hard on and everything, and they' they're good when they're done right, but if all you do is a takedown, that's kind of yeah. like you're buying the girl a meal
0: and then sending her home in a cab. I think if you do one takedown, I think throwing one punch is more uh value in regards to scoring because if you do a takedown and do nothing with it, yeah. it's not an but
2: offensive take move. Take is a
0: foreplay to the main event
2: yeah. but, it's good to have. But he was still throwing. Event.
1: He was still active on the ground. He was still throwing punches inside the guard, but he oh, yeah. didn't look like he was trying to pass. But or finish. Uh, he was. Yeah, he was doing enough to get points.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, and you're fighting for that takedown, but you're spending three minutes to do it. That's three minutes you could be doing something to win a fight. And the thing but,
1: is, no, keep going, keep going.
0: Um, although this is fighting, people like to see a good fight. So from the fighter's perspective, they just want to win. But at the end of the day, they're in the entertainment business. Yeah. That's what it is. Not so, just it's, it's not the fighting. And You hear business. Rogan that say, "Well, I mean, if you if you can lay on someone that can get you off, then you know that's a legitimate fighting." And he's one hundred percent right. But this isn't fighting. This is entertainment. It's, exactly. You have yeah. got to be good enough and want people to watch you fight in order to survive and have a career in, in this this
1: league. Yeah, and that's right though. He was on top, doing damage, and yep.
0: Mike Powell and, wasn't. And Mike Powell didn't pull the trigger when he was standing up as well. So it's kind of his own fault.
1: And round two, bit more of the same. More, more of the
0: same. I mean. He, Got a couple of... I mean, he got a position of advantage on the bottom, but that was it. Did nothing with it. Might have locked up um, a Kimura grip. Didn't manage to sweep with it until the third, I think.
1: And uh, the only um, chance Mike Pyle had to take a win out was in the last minute. Um, And watching it from from the outside, had every chance to win.
2: Absolutely. He had a a Kimura going into an armbar and then had... Under the chin in a rear naked choke. Didn't have hooks had, in. Had Mount. Yep. Um, had Mount instead tried to hit him with his own shoulder. He
1: well, tried to shoulder butt, which is, again, that, that's a, a legitimate attack from Mount, mm. and you can score points with it, but you're never going to knock anybody out with yeah,
2: it. But yeah. he was sitting up to do it, so it seems why not just sit the whole way up and punch him?
0: Well, generally, if you're doing shoulder charges like that, or whatever you call it, a shoulder slam, you're doing it to either try and get a reaction out of them so you can create space and try and break that grip and then rain down punches or something, but or, you generally use it as a full-on effective strike. It's usually or, to set something up.
1: Or to not get stood up. Yeah, yeah, So, exactly. look, see, I am doing something, I am doing yeah. something. And the last minute in a 15-minute yeah. fight is not the time to be scoring points. Yeah, like
2: if he was two rounds up, absolutely, legit tack. Yeah. But uh, when... He'd have to know he's two rounds down. It shouldn't be your end game. And he's had three chances at subbing the guy. uh, Probably do damage.
1: And and on that, I mean, he he was doing that. He should have been standing up and started swimming and trying to get a finish. But you've got to give Colby credit there as well. As soon as, uh, you know, he tried to hold him down, break his posture, um, he knows he's up. um, And as soon as he broke his grip and Mike Pulse um, sat up on the mount, he squirmed out, you know, didn't give him a chance to start swimming. Um, and went into a really bad position and gave up his neck. Yeah. Um, And I think uh, uh, Kyle would uh, be very disappointed that he couldn't get the finish there.
0: Uh, I think that Colby as well, he should have... I mean, Mike Pyle was no slouch. He's got lots of experience, fought a lot of good guys, and I think with him being on the up, with Colby being on the up, he might have just been a little bit timid and and when those situations happen, you tend to go back to what you know. You're not going to expect too many chances. You go to your comfort zone... Might have been a little bit of that, but I think it could be education for him. You know, Unfortunately, judging by his mullet, what he knew was truck stop fights, and yeah. uh,
2: he was waiting for the diner owner to break it up.
1: I uh, think, I think he, he needed to go into uh, throw everything at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. he was a little bit late on it, yeah. um, and a little bit scrappy in the end. And Colby was, you know, when it comes down to the final minute, um, like, you know, he said he had that Kamora, he was too close to the cage, he was never going to get it, yeah. used it to sweep. Smart. move. Yeah. Yep. And then just everything there was a little bit scrappy yeah. and messy. I mean, yeah, okay, you're third round and you've been yeah. wearing it for most of it. But, but so. when the
0: guy gives up his back and he's on all fours and you can't secure at least your
1: hooks, oh,
0: you're not really concentrating, are you? He,
1: he got the arm under the chin. That's yep. the hard part. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and then you can see you scrambling to try and get like a crucifix. And yeah, well, that point, the body triangle arm. and he's fucked. That's Even game the over. Even
2: the he just had to lay flat. Yeah. Just lay back on your on your back and keep his head tucked up and... That's it. Yeah. Yep. Just what? burn your grips out for thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: that's it. Um, and it's going to be hard to get a submission in the final minute too with a bloke who's up on points. But yep. um, anyway, uh, look, nothing fantastic in the fight. It was, it was a grind, but um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was a bad fight. It was, it, it was a fight. Well, no, the,
2: the crowd had a good chance to go and get their beers and hot dogs and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, so there were, were, they were, were no
1: crowd
0: there for these fights. <laughs> <laughs> this is Vegas. There were a few <laughs> booze.
2: Yeah. No, look, you know. Maybe their next outings will be better.
0: The funny thing was, like, I did not notice that the lack of crowd there for prelims, and when you watch the international ones, whether it be in Europe or Australia, yeah. the crowd's there for the very first fight. Yeah. But I was thinking in Vegas and you know, places like LA and that,
1: I think people want to be seen walking in. Well, yeah, um, and also, you've you got to remember, you've got a lot of celebrities in the crowd too. And I, I saw a shot actually, yep. somebody showed um, Schwarzenegger was in the yep. crowd, yeah, he was there. and uh, sitting right behind him was uh, Mac and D from Always Sunny oh no shit yeah oh a, a my God. I'll, I'll show you the photo later on did you on see you a
2: Swatchling had a go at Cormier did yeah. no I didn't no, after the after the match uh, Cormier's doing his chat you know we'll talk about the fight later obviously and uh, he's or no you know, well he's doing his thing <laughs> yeah. and then uh, Arnie comes up and he's like oh, I saw your fight it's very good you're you're in good shape for this one. Your cardio. I almost see some stomach muscles. <laughs> <laughs> surprised he didn't try
0: and sell him some of his own shit for, for <laughs> that, what you need is this.
2: <laughs> he's got all that stuff too. But um, now you know. Oh, look. If you're Cormier, you've just won a belt. I'll just watch see what's in. He, he stopped the interview and shook his hand and had a chat with him.
1: Yeah, good on him. Um, he's yeah. the champion. He can do what he wants. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, Colby got the win. Um, he'll move on. Yeah. Um, Mike Pyle. Yeah, he's probably got a couple of fights. If he's got a f- couple of fights left in his contract, I think he'll run him out, and that'll do it. Yeah.
0: If, if he gets another couple of fights, it's because he's got fight left on the contract. Yep. bit.
1: Fight number two on the pre- prelim card. We got uh, Rafael Nadal, who's elected to serve against Uriah Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I'm still going with the tennis jokes. Um, a, 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 an interesting fight. Um, again, going the distance. Um, a little bit better than the the last fight though, that uh, went to uh, all the way. Yeah. Um. The First up, the groin shot coming straight out. <laughs> yes,
2: he's, he's straight gone, the punt. Um, I, I, I have no idea why they just didn't take an instant point.
1: Well, I think his coach told him just to straight up send well, one straight down the middle. Very interesting you say that because uh, in his corner was Dracolino. Oh, really? And if anybody knows Dracolino, I reckon the, the pre-fight um, instruction was, why not kick him in the bosh? <laughs> <laughs> How can you not kick him in the bosh? Okay, that joke makes sense if you know who Dracolino is. <laughs> if it doesn't, it's just don't worry about it. It's not Look, up Draculino. <laughs> <laughs> Look up Dracolino. Look up Dracolino, bite my balls. Okay, um, but in the, in the first round, there was a lot of back and forth. Um, I thought uh, Natal was a bit lazy with his takedowns. Um, but at the same time, Uriah Hall was a bit lazy with his kicks. Yeah. He was, uh, you know, throwing the, the spin kicks and, and that kind of stuff. But he's not setting him up.
2: Well, Uriah Hall likes to pride himself on being patient. He likes to say, you know, I'm waiting for my shot. Uh, I'm going to pick him apart. Um, and he, he's come out and said he's got a, a patient style of fighting. Which, from his tough days, it looked like he didn't have much patience. I was but say, it um,
1: didn't look like it in this fight either.
0: so he's got an aggressive style of apologizing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well his method is always is always a, a counter puncher as well but he, he tends to just fire one off rather than actually uh, punch in bunches or you know
0: yeah try and slip and then stay in the pocket
2: and yeah kick punch kick start kind of countering he will yeah. he'll, uh, he'll counter with one strike and then sort of back off
1: yeah he was backing off and then he'd come in and you know dance, 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 and then jumping, spinning back kick. like, Set it up with something. Mm -hmm. Because I think he had three or four in the first round and and all of them were um, blocked or counted uh, by the way.
0: And the worst thing is in the third round he look as fresh as the first. So Mm. you've got plenty of energy to start doing some more punching and kicking. Yeah. And a a
2: bloke with his level of fitness, if he pushed the the pace of the fight a lot more, well, you know, he'd probably lose the occasional one because the guys that push the pace more often than not will drop a a bad mistake every now and again. Yeah. But geez, you'll have a highlight, really? You wouldn't. Uh, yeah. wouldn't mind having. That yeah. was my
1: thoughts too. Um, he obviously had the better gas tank than Natal, um, especially going into the third round. Yeah. Mm. But uh, he spent a lot of the fight backing away. If he can start to throw some more flurries and some more combinations and get Rafael moving a lot more, yeah. I think he would have um, tied him out and he would have been easy pickings. Yeah, I would like to third. see a
0: lot more level changes and different angles for these kicks and punches. That yep. seem to be just the same uh, low kick, high kick, but not really level changing or trying to work some lateral movement in there and trying to keep him guessing and pushing him back on the back foot. Someone who's going to look to take you down and submit you, you want to make sure they're on the on the back foot so, that, yeah. Yeah.
1: so they can't forward. shoot in. Yeah. yeah,
2: And it was kind of funny, I, I mean, you know, it's hard to get in the mind of a fighter, um, yep. unless you're in the ring or whatever. Oh, that uh, takes about 10 minutes. <laughs> if someone kicked me fair in the fucking nards, I would be out to kill the bloke. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. we
1: did notice there was no touch of the gloves afterwards. Yeah, yep. but
2: I mean, if that happens in an accidental sort of inside leg kick, that's one thing. But he just went straight up drive. Yeah. Um, there was... I'm telling uh, you, it was a kick-off. Yeah. The, it was an opening punt. <laughs> yeah, there was no... Um, no, I'm sorry. No, oh, geez mate, that was a, a bit of a bad one. It was,
0: I kicked your balls. What are you going to do? Yeah, it was pretty much like we said. Natal won the toss and chose to serve. And chose
1: to serve, and that's exactly what he did. Hall chose to receive. Look, in the first two rounds, um, Natal was scoring well with his leg kicks, um, which Hall was letting them go unchecked. Um, it wasn't until the third round he started to check him. Um, which I think there's one or two there you go oh, there's some stink on that one yeah you see um, when
0: he buried that one he got that, that step in and pretty much got his his left foot in line with the center line of your eye hole's body and just yeah. planted that one right into his thighs but I thought apart from that a lot of them didn't have much on it it looked like uh, maybe just trying to Change the
1: balance of your eye hole to start to shoot, get him on one leg. Yeah. It wasn't until the second round where he really started, though. Uh, we saw it, I think, twice in the space of 10 seconds where he's uh, blocked the Natal's punch and come straight back with a high kick.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and then uh, backed away. They were good.
1: And then, you know, go straight back in, did it again. I'm like, beautiful counter-punch, uh, you know, counter-kicking or, you know, counter-punching. Yeah. That's much, much better than in the first round where he's, you know, leading off with a jumping, spinning kick. Yeah. Um, when he, he only got really taken down once, and Uriah was really active off his back. I mean, yeah. you still you give you know, points to Natal for that, but yep. you, it's nothing worse, and we see it later on in the card. Um, and, and even with uh, Mike Pyle, to a certain extent, is laying down and covering up. Yeah, because, and
0: swimming and not really doing a whole lot else. That's yeah, it. Just, it just I'm being active, and you're just going for control, and that's a good to win a fight, but it doesn't win your fans. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it, it's funny how... It was a a decision to Natal because honestly I thought Uriah Hall controlled the fight a bit more but I think we're seeing a lot more wrestling influence in the scoring these days. So things like takedowns are viewed a lot higher than maybe, in my opinion, they should be.
1: Yeah, a bit of an overcorrection, you think?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. A a takedown matters, don't get me wrong but it matters what you do afterwards more.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree.
2: It's like a, a jab. You know, a jab is a scoring punch. If it lands. But yeah, but yeah so it's not doing ma- a lot more, da- a lot of damage.
1: Maybe a good clean jab. You know, not one that's sort of half blocked. It's a, a good, yep, that one's scored. Now what's next? Okay. Yeah,
2: but like a nice scoring jab, you're never going to knock a bloke out with it. Much like a takedown. Unless yeah. you're doing a slam, you're not going to knock a bloke out with it. But it's the next uh, movement. Like from a takedown, if you move into a position where you can submit or ground and pound, then yeah, the takedown matters a lot more. And saving the jab, if you rock them a little bit and the next punch is coming and that's the one that does the damage, then the jab matters a lot more too. So in my opinion, and there's plenty of experts who probably disagree with me, some might even agree, I have no idea, uh, they're scoring takedowns too highly at the moment. Um, Chris Shennell probably built me for that.
1: (laughs) Um, But look, this one went to a split decision. Um, I had the first round clearly for Hall, the second round clearly for Natal. Um, and the third round, you could argue either way. Right, so I thought the split decision, I'm not that surprised. I would have still given it to Hall. Um, I thought he came out firing in the first yep. minute or two in the final round and not all that much happened in the rest of it.
2: See, I've, I've got a different opinion again. I, I think split decisions show that whoever's organising the judges hasn't done a good job because either you've got a, a bloke in there who isn't scoring consistently with everyone else or there's no consistent scoring, and it just depends on which judges get picked for what fight as to who wins. Yeah, Probably.
0: but also it could um, show a flaw in the actual scoring system as well. Not yeah, necessarily yeah, doing it.
1: Yeah, you're right. Maybe it is a flaw in the system, but, I mean, that's the system that's there. So it's no surprises going yeah. in. And that's why Uncle Dana always says, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Oh, yeah. But it might be also which judge is sitting where. Is yeah, right? yeah you no, see that's, different that's things true enough. And, um, it's a purely subjective Judging criteria, yeah. so you are going to have differences of opinion you know, when that happens. But look, you know, to me, this fight could have gone either way yeah. when it came to the decision, and I am not surprised it was a split. Yeah, I See, mean,
2: I, these days with copy cards as well, they get a, a printout a little bit later of the scoring punches percentages. Um, you know, they get the whole breakdown just about instantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think those sort of stats can be misleading. Much like again, in- it's
1: another subjective because um, you know what's a significant strike. Yeah, exactly. Uh, somebody else has got to put their subjective judgment into it so somebody can make a subjective judgment on the fight. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. And it, it's it's like in AFL, for example, you get uh, possessions, but how many of them were actually you just handballing to a bloke who's about to get tackled? Yeah. yeah. Uh, much like this. And I've got no rock-hard solutions, but uh, honestly, in that fight, I would have rather they go, well, look, uh, we're, we don't think we've got a clear winner. Let's go another five minutes.
0: I would happy to call it a draw. I'm not not opposed to yeah, well draws being like that. But I think, like, I gave it, I gave one and three to Hall. But I think the 10-point must system isn't appropriate to what they base um, their scoring for a UFC fight on. Because obviously they can see the octagon, con- octagon control. Yeah. You've got forward pressure. You've got... Or whatever else they put in there, but I think for each of those, you give one point to whoever did that one yep. in that round. So okay. let's say one person had the octagon control, give him one point. The yep. other person had whatever most punch so work, give him one won point. striking. Well, yeah. And it, I think at the end of the round, there should be two points for who you thought won that round as a fight,
1: as well as the everything octagon. Else. one point for control, yeah, plus yes, two for the win. But and two for blow- two's
0: the the oh. sort of um, subjective one where you say yeah. as a fight, there's no real fight. This person won that as a fight.
1: Well, I think there's some good reason to that scoring as opposed to, well, 10 points and, well, you didn't get flogged, so you get nine. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm. I, I think, too, if you're going to award rounds, probably don't give a, a, a questionable round of the bloke that wound up and smashed him in the Jats Crackers.
0: Yeah. And I think if it's a major event, you know, like the World Cup, they have shootouts yeah. and that. Rochambeau. <laughs> well, they Rochambeau started that way. for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, Dong Kyung Kim. Versus- the Dong. The dong? He goes with my stun gun, but the dong. The dong. Come on. Yeah. Um, Josh Berkman. Um, I actually thought it was a great fight. Yeah, I yeah, liked it. I lo- enjoyed
1: it. Lots of action. Um, even though you know, rounds one and two was sort of the same. Um, you know, good on the exchanges. Berkman, um, we, we were saying as we were watching the fight, he's got a bit of Frank trigger about him, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah, does.
0: He it seems like a mash-up of um, if some of your favourite fighters had him take a steroids or got <laughs> huge river it, like, it looks like a... Uh, maybe a younger, skinny cousin of Wanderlei Silva, mixed with Frank Trigg, mixed with Brian Eversole yeah. with his fighting style.
1: There's, there's some great uh, grappling and judo in the mm-hmm. in the first round uh, on the stand up, especially from Dong Hyun Kim.
0: I think they yep. matched up really well together with his
2: yep. skills. Well, the reason I liked it was because both fighters were pushing the pace. Yeah, um, yep. You were you were always expecting something to happen. There exactly. was no lay and pray. Uh, even while yep. uh, the dong is on his back, mm-hmm. he's working a choke. He's uh, you know tiring mm-hmm. him out. And you're, you're go. oh, can he get out? Or is yeah. he going to choke him out? Like, you always expected something to happen. You were watching.
0: Yeah. There was no taking stock or stopping
2: yeah. him. Yeah. There was well, no chance to go up and grab a beer. Kind yeah. Of.
1: Even in the first round, you know, he's isolating a leg well. And then he decided to jump to the back yep. uh, and take the uh, the standing, um, standing back mount, I guess you can call it. Um, Looked like he was he locked in a re really naked choke, but it was that was really just a choke for the judges, I think. Yeah, a little guy almost locked in a prison well, rape, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: when it's locked in and he's gassing himself out, fuck it. Just uh, hold on to the right. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: it was just a. That was one to score points. He was never going to finish with it. Yeah. Um, but a very, very smart fight from him as well. Mm. Um, and something else I noticed during this fight, um, I think. I, I don't think it actually there's any doubt that Joe Rogan is the best commentator in any sport.
0: Absolutely. I completely that agree. He,
1: especially yeah. in this fight. He knew exactly what was going on when he was calling it. Yeah. Um, and his excitement and his... His
0: anticipation and, of what's happening. Yeah. To, and to be able to set the viewers up who aren't sure
1: about jiu-jitsu yeah. and set them up to expect what's going to happen next. And and he's, the fact that he knows what's going on on the feet as well.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think the reason for that is because he's got the expertise of an ex-sportsman like you get a lot of sportsmen who will go and commentate the sport afterwards he's got that expertise without the head knocks without (laughs) the head knocks or the blowing his own trumpet reputation there's no back in my day with him because he never competed at the highest level and and very open minded but he's he's trained with the highest level guys so he knows you know what they're about he can't do it himself yep But he's not bragging about how he used to be able to either. Yeah,
1: yeah. and obviously he's a stand up comedian too, so you know, <laughs> just talking on the fly and dealing with everything yeah. you know, is something that comes naturally to him as and well. And Especially
0: not taking himself too seriously. You know what I mean? It's right to make mistakes. But I think the only thing that annoys me about Joe, it's not during his commentary, but afterwards where they're discussing fights and he will play down his expertise. And I think he's at the point now where it's okay to call yourself an expert in yeah. mixed martial arts and <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah. You've yeah, earned that.
1: You haven't stepped in the octagon. Yeah. But, mate. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah. There's probably only two people on the planet that have seen more fights than you. And that's Joe Silver and... Uh, Dana. <laughs> and, and Dana. I was, I was actually going to say Henzo. Oh, yeah. Probably Henzo, actually. <laughs> um, but, uh, anyway, um, back to the oh, fight. He'll be in the Hall of Fame, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, without a question. Um, uh, Dong Hyun Kim in the second round with that um, reverse oh, sorry the crucifix position yeah um, again just scoring punches yep. those little uh, left hands to the, to the side of the head yeah waiting until Berkman opened up and dropped the elbow on the right hand side of the head yeah. they're the ones that really
0: hurt and that's the thing that people don't understand is that he's in that position and uh, he's doing short punches and they're not going to end the fight. But what he's waiting for is for the other person to make one mistake. One mistake. And the other person knows that that's what he's doing. So he can't just sort of do anything rash because he's fucked after that. Yeah. And well, so he- you can see he's copping these punches in the head and going, fuck, what do I do from here? What yeah. do I do? For those first two rounds, Berkman was on the
2: defensive. And t- yeah. it looked like uh, the Dong was just narrowing down his options every, yeah. every stage until the yeah. only options were bad ones. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, I don't know. Myself and I'm grappling with a black belt. I'm like, oh, I'll go here. Oh fuck, hang on. Now I've got two options, both are bad. <laughs> I like, pick the black yes, bad option.
0: Oh fuck, now I'm rooted. Fuck, yes, in. I'm submitting from under side control.
1: That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> actually where I get most of my. <laughs> just because that's where I end up most of the time. Yeah, but,
2: I mean, um, that's that's what I saw that fight happened. Um, yeah. The dong just controlled it so yep. well that uh, the only options Berkman had were, were bad. Ones. Which yeah, part do I exactly. isolate? Where do I? Uh, what position yeah. do I get out of? When so I rather have I my arm
1: snapped
0: than getting punched in the head? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That sort of stuff. It
1: was such a smart fight from Don Kung Kim. Very. You know, he had his advantages and he made sure that that's where the fight was taking place.
0: And also, Josh kept, uh, Berkman. Josh Berkman is no, he's no can. No, slugs. You much. know what I mean? He did, did excellent. I think it was a Struck what, Force or World Series. Yeah, what I
1: what I loved about Berkman was he's obviously lost the first two rounds in, you know, I haven't seen the scorecards, but it could have even been a 10 8 in there. Um, start of the third round comes out firing cuz yep. you have to you yep. got no other choice and he, he, he put was everything close. in that too yeah and it, that's what i respect. he had 40 a good 40 seconds you know and he had he got uh, one or two through and, and that they need that, that knee set that up
0: that, that knee and the the second flying knee. that flying was a yeah. little bit sweeter, yeah. he would yeah. have won. But here you can see, this is my chance. I have to give it everything right now. And like, uh, even if I get clocked, yeah. everything right now.
1: And he had Dong on uh, shaky knees. Absolutely. But then, just unfortunately, you know, the, the previous 10 minutes of getting yeah. punched in the head. I, I also
0: up. think he started to headhunt when he got him stunned, and Dong still had yeah. enough to, to duck and weave. But he, it's hardly, he had to. It's harder yeah. to get your body out of the way and your liver out of the way than to get your head out of the way. So I think if you had to change levels, gone body, body, head... Probably would have got there. Mm. But the, well, I'm no well. mind reader or anything,
2: but if I was Dana White and you see Berkman's loss there, you're like, that's the bloke I want fighting. Oh, absolutely. Okay. absolutely. I'll, give him, yeah. I'll give him another fight just yeah. because you hate those guys that go, well, I'm two rounds down. I'll just you know grind yeah. out a, an honourable yeah. loss. I just don't want to get hurt. If, yeah. if
0: I had someone drop out of a card, I'd be going to Josh Berkman over Colby um, from Carlton, the who, who yeah. won yeah. the decision against Yeah, just based on performance and entertainment value yeah. and, and what you're going to get out of it return out of it as a business. And look, they're both in Absolutely. the same weight division yeah. too. Yeah. Um, Taking nothing look, against either either.
1: No, Dong um, is ranked number eight in, in, in the division at the start of this fight. And I think it looked like it. was a ranked fighter versus an outsider. Yeah. Um, he's and, very quiet with his streak too. He's put together a whole lot of wins. He's been in the UFC for a fair while. he 20 and three or, or something silly yeah, like that. Something that surprised me when we did our um, primer for the yeah. UFC. I was really really surprised with so how well he's I, done. I wouldn't mind seeing him... Um, Get up and encroach on the, the top five yep. with his next fight. Yep,
2: I agree. No, I, I think he's a, a top five fighter. Like yeah. The way he controlled this fight, Yeah. Uh, except for that uh, tag in the start of the third yep. round, yep. yep. it looked like everything was according to the plan that he would have set out yeah. and, uh, with his trainers.
1: And once um, he got Berkman's back on the mat in the third, it was like Berkman had, had spent. Yep. What little yep. he had left, he'd thrown into it. Um, yep. It was a matter of time. Yeah,
2: and just ground out that submission. Uh, I, I love the head solution. arm triangle. Yeah. And Joe Rogan called it perfectly. As you yeah. said, just you know, he's got to step over the side. As soon as yeah. that arm was popped up and isolated, yeah, it was just a matter of time. Yeah. yeah. P- so the Von Flute choke as well. So yeah. Or he could have picked him up and gone for a das or Bravo, depending mm. on what. And to see, it. see, that's
1: the other thing with Berkman. I mean, he could have just <laughs> stayed there and gone. Right, you've got this Von Flute, Just take it. I can go home. But
0: like I going to say, you call it a Bravo choke, and unless there's any Bravo. It's not my fucking choke. I did It's not the Bravo choke. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think at the end there, Berkman looked like a choke. Penises lay on the floor,
1: which is exactly what you want from the dong. <laughs> he's done his work. Um, that's a good enough note to move us on to the next fight. We got uh John Dodson, um, getting the the, the job done against Zach Mikowski. I tell you, uh, Dodson, you know, coming off a long break, um, which is uh, you know, happens when community got um, commissioned for another few seasons. Um, it's a, it's a shame that he's left that show now and uh, he's gone back to the fighting. Um, but look, I mean. The fight was what it was. Um, yeah. It was a, a purely stand-up battle.
0: Like I was saying, during the fight, it looked like Dodson has had a bit of ring rust coming back after injuries. Probably not yep. so confident as he would be. But I think uh, it was a close fight. Uh, split decision, uh, not split decision, 29-28 uh, to, to, to Dodson. But I think Mokoski—he he looks to me, he looks a bit too big for the flyweight division. I think the cutting down to that weight... He didn't seem to have a strength advantage over Dodson and Dodson's considerably smaller. So I'd actually like to see him go up one weight division, try and fight there and be able to get uh, some longevity out of his power and that he should be pushing yeah.
1: Dodson around, dominating him. He should be pushing Dodson around since, um, you know, he's retired from being the old point guard for the Charlotte Hornets. Mugsy um, <laughs> <I, Monty> Bogues? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, Mugsy Bogues. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, look, they're, they're the two lookalikes was I've got. Say, them. Him, <laughs> him
0: and Spud Webb look exactly the like.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um Look, John Dodson's um, the number one contender in the flyweight division. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see him challenged for the belt just yet. I think he needs another fight. Well, he's it, a
0: bit of a tune-up. The thing is, the, the last fight, I actually agreed. I had Dodson beating DJ in the last title fight. So I'd like to see him have one more fight just because this one wasn't impressive. He's had a bit of time off, but Dodson's gunning for the title. He said that's what he wants. But he's also said he's taking this title and taking the next two up. He seriously believes he's the pound-for-pound pound best. And he's told Dana. He said, "I'm taking DJ's title, and then and I'm going, going up, up." He said, "I don't care. McGregor auto wins. I'm taking it, and then going up again." He goes, "I want to be the best ever, pound for pound. No one's ever got three. That's what I'm doing." Okay. Well,
2: fair play if you're gonna like. I imagine Dana would love to hear that too. Oh fuck yeah! I don't think he's going to do it, but no, uh, it's good to have a dream. I want to see him have a go though. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It'd be fucking great to see poor um, bastard be the fighting more often than Ronda Rousey. Uh, yeah.
1: Look, the only other thing I can say about this fight was um, it was obvious the two guys like each other. Um, yeah. That annoys me. A little bit, <laughs> much, little bit too obvious.
0: Yep. Um, and have you ever seen any fight like that where they hug and show lots of respect, get a, a, get a finish? I don't remember. Very
1: rarely. Rare. Not with a knockout. Was, you might get
0: a sub. Machida and... Um, Filipino record machine. which is named Mark Munoz? Probably only um, look, uh, I one. Look, I can also round, so. think
1: of Joe Lozon fighting the guy who came back, and they had a hug at the end of the second round, and then Lozon finished him in the third. I can't think of who it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. for Lozon. There was also that. Um, oh, it was the Ultimate Fighter finale the um, the most unbelievable knockout? Where they're high fiving each other halfway through of it? Was, oh was it, yeah was it, yeah was it, yeah. I, I want to say oh, Sean that- Smith or. or, or yeah, I can't God, remember. I can't remember. We'd have really that shit up. But you know the knockout I'm yep. talking about. With yep. the the, yep. the body punch and then followed up. Yeah, I the one. Um, yeah, look, if they hated each other a bit more, um, we might have seen a little bit more action. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I, I don't think it's about hating each other. I think it's just about taking the fight seriously. Yeah, because it, like, it did look a bit like that, didn't cause it? Because there's one thing to have white line fever, uh, you know, we call it in yeah. AFL, where he can be your flatmate. If he's on the other team yeah. and you cross that white line... He's your enemy. Um, yep. And I think, you know, in MMA or any fighting sport, you don't need to hate the bloke. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just got to go out you there and do job your job. Career. But uh, to me, it was a little bit more of... Uh, they were playing around a bit. Yeah. And, well, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But at the yeah. end of the day, you're it, it not to get the
1: respect you need. It was the most aggressive sparring session I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah,
2: that sort of thing. Actually, it's not even that. I've seen some Brazilian sparring sessions on yeah. Brazilian <laughs> Tough. They're a bit more aggressive than
0: that. Uh, I think... Um, Especially when you're fighting a friend it's a bit different to any other sport where your aim is to inflict massive violence upon them and I think naturally if you're a decent human being you just don't have that killer edge to do that to someone that you're friends with so I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing from a humanist point of view but from watching an entertaining fight you want to see them you know actually want to
1: hurt each other Look if you're a detractor of the flyweight division I think you got plenty of ammunition um, out of this fight but um, besides that look it was a a decent enough stand-up fight. Um, a bit more polished. When Dodson might have got the job done. Yeah. He never looked really in nah. danger.
0: Too quick, too in and out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's
2: just it. We had three flyweight fl- uh, flyweight flights in this uh, card,
0: and none of them were that impressive, to be honest. Yeah. Which yeah. so is a good segue now to, to the, the next, next flyweight
1: fight. fight. So, if you, we said in the last fight, um, flyweight, if you ha- had. A, hated the flyweight division, you got all your ammunition. If you're a big yep. supporter of the flyweight division, the next fight absolutely confirms everything you wanted to see.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good uh, a good show of strategy versus someone who might not be as skillfully adept as their opposition, but your game plan and your aggressiveness can make up for that. Well,
2: yeah. To me, this is the only super exciting decision fight on the card. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. I mean, the whole uh, Natal fight was pretty Close. good, but this one... Um, Look, well, action from
1: start to finish. Yeah, and you, yeah.
2: you have to give it to uh, Benavidez, but uh, yep. you know neither fighter took a step back. They kept powering at it. Uh, there was a fuck ton of blood.
1: Yeah, oh, wasn't there? Moraga just opened up. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think what what sort of set the stage for this one was um, Dodson being number one contender and being lined up for the title shot against DJ. Come- you should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com
2: slash achieve today.
0: Off injury. Um, Benavidez and Moraga are both very good fighters, and they would have had to fight to get that next title shot out over Dodson. And with Dodson putting on like an average performance, Benavidez did everything yeah, he had. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think
1: they've definitely got got cause to say, I deserve that shot. He's put his hand up for it, and um, I don't know if he'll get the next shot, but he's certainly going to be up there for consideration.
0: The only thing is, I think he's been beaten twice by DJ. I'm not certain, but yeah. I know he's been cleaned up by him, so... Well, yeah. So is the rest of the division. But Dodson lost a split division decision, though, yeah. and that was contentious. But that's, which, that's, the only thing that's Which PPV would you
2: buy? Uh, you know,
0: Dodson's or Benavidez?
2: Um, Versus DJ.
0: I, I, me personally, I buy Dodson versus DJ. I think the matchup's great, but Dodson has to be in fighting form. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, not one off.
2: If it was in say three months' time, I don't think that's long enough.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
2: Yep.
1: Um, the uh, Benavides, like we we're saying, it um, was just a, a class above Moraga all yep. the way through. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any surprises. He, he got all three rounds. Yeah. Um, it was good to see. You know, Moraga was trying. He, absolutely. He never gave up. And it, he it was just
0: trying to do the same thing the whole way through. Yeah. He tried to mix it up and change it up. Which, you know, it shows that you're, you're aware during the fight and you can adapt yeah. your strategy.
1: Well, well coached by Lewis C.K. in the corner, <laughs> barking out instructions. But it, it did seem like
2: it just wasn't Miraga's day. Like, on another day, he might have had that fight. Yeah, yeah. But uh, two blokes who yeah. went out there and, you know, they, they both fought damn well. And yeah. hey, they lost no fans tonight.
1: No. no, It was, it was a good fight. It was uh, a unanimous decision, though. Um, and yeah. uh, I don't think any surprises once the judges came to it. No. No.
0: No. Uh,
2: Benavidez just was better on the night.
0: Yep. And hey, maybe if you want to give Dodson a warm-up fight, have him, Benavidez. I think DJ wants a little bit of time off, so... Or even him and Moraga. Yeah. I mean, once that skull heals.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, Benavidez versus Dodson, number one contender. Three-way, (laughs) one-round (laughs) fights. Held in Russia.
0: (laughs) And we get the heavyweight Arlovsky
2: versus Brown. My favorite fight of the
1: night. (laughs) I think it's going to be a lot of people's favorite fight of the year so far. Um if this was a video game, you'd say there are two button mashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Just, yeah. Look. Um,
2: they are both tough sons of bitches. Jeez. Like, any of those glancing blows would have knocked any other uh, fighter out, I reckon, in any other weight division. Absolutely. Um,
1: crazy. Yeah, throwing haymakers and, and landing good. Um one thing I thought Travis Brown did very smart when uh Aloski started to unload, especially in the in the, the first lot of time he did, yep. um just pushed him away. Yeah. Um, yeah. obviously he's got strength and uh um, six great foot reach. seven, so yeah. you
2: know he, he's obviously uh yep. able to manhandle. Pretty much anyone,
1: but you don't. I
0: think, s- I think tribal tattoos give you like extra strength. Up top
1: <laughs> but you don't see it that often. You, um, usually they try and swing their way out, or just cover yeah, up and wait for they
0: and, stop. Wizard and try and turn
1: them. He couldn't do that against Alaski because, yep. um, unlike um, earlier with, um, oh god, who was it? Um, uh, Josh Berkman, yep. who wasn't changing levels. Alaski was bang bang right. Yeah. You're blocking up there. I'm going to the liver. Yep. Bang 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 yep. and shit. All right. So um, Brown had to get out of there. Qu- yeah. quick smart, and he yeah. did.
2: He got out and uh, tagged Arlovsky nice a couple of times too. Yeah. And then, oh, I thought the fight was over then. And then it just swung back and, and forth, forth and back. Oh, brilliant. I could watch that if they match them up again on the next PPV. Yeah. <laughs> worth the it, price to
1: like like sell tickets. And uh,
0: they was saying with Arlovsky uh, when you mentioned him actually selecting his shots a lot more smarter. Apparently, he's been training, did the TriStar um, Jackson camp. Yep. So for us, the Harvey's been helping him with striking and just paid dividends. Kind of reminds me of um, the newly improved Frank Mir. Yep. changing stance and just really sharpen up his boxing, sharpening up his, his skill and just awareness during a fight.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. There weren't many wasted uh, punches.
0: Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminded me of uh, uh, Pat Barry versus Czech Congo, but with skill.
1: <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah, um, look, uh, again, Travis Brown doesn't lose anything from this fight. Um, yeah. um, obviously, he got the loss, but um, yep. look, geez, there were some great punches thrown in there.
0: And, I mean, there'd be one bold little man sitting ringside that would have loved that fight, except Joe Rogan. Besides Joe Rogan, I should say. Oh, didn't
1: he love it? I'll he's going what, off in there.
0: And like I said, I've said, whenever there's a big fight like this and there's a huge amount of action, the first thing i do is try and look for Joe Silver sitting cage yeah, side yeah, because yeah. there is no one that
2: loves
1: fights more than him.
2: I think Joe Rogan, though, having seen the amount of fights he have, if he's excited about the fight, he's a damn good one. He's not putting yeah. it on. He's not faking it. No, exactly. He loves um, what he does.
1: And you've got to say, uh, the ref... Absolutely Johnny on the spot. Yep. He with that last punch where you see Travis Brown he's still on his feet but the lights yep. are out. Yeah. He was in there. Yeah. Right. He wasn't in there to wear the next one from the lost <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> it. That's smart.
2: It reminds me of the uh, Richard Pryor skit where he's like, you know, he's getting a punching and all of a sudden his leg's like, You ain't making me look bad. He ain't hurting me. That's what happened. his upper body's going, I'm gonna fall down now and the legs like, No, you're fucking not <laughs> <laughs>
1: It pretty much was that very wobbly, but um yeah, what a Awesome, awesome fight.
0: And I think we've seen with the heavyweight division at the moment, um, maybe it's training or maybe it's just strategy that's played out. Their peak is later in their thirties or mid-thirties, later yep. in their thirties. Arlovski making a, a get second a, crack at it. They get a bit of the old man strength. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's a lot like um, Ruckman in AFL. We say they yep. take extra time to develop, and yeah. you know, um, even um, go back to Randy Couture. It yep. Shows you can be champion in your late thirties. Yeah, um, you know, the, the technique doesn't go.
0: And even aloski he looks like. Um, if if Roy Nelson was actually a martial artist, <laughs> that's Olofsky. Uh,
2: another thing is too; these two guys are mates, yeah. uh, which you know Dodson and uh, what's his fight? Uh, Markovsky were as well. Yeah. But this was a fight where afterwards uh, Brown goes like Olovsky went up to Brown and said, "I'm I'm sorry," yeah. and Brown's like, "Never apologise. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a great fight. You fought like a warrior, and yeah. to me, that is exactly the sort of professionalism you want. I, yeah. If both of those guys don't get three more fights in their contract, I would be
0: stunned.
1: They're going nowhere, both of them.
0: And, I mean, uh, there's always that precedence of not fighting friends and all that. That's how you do it. Yep. So, Team Alpha Male, I don't give a fuck. We live on the same block. Start going fisticuffs with each other in the Octagon, champs, because I'd love to see Uriah versus TJ for a title
1: fight. Be good to see. On to Cerrone versus McDessie. Um, And we've been playing lookalikes throughout all this card. Yep. Yep. McDessie looks like Paul Piopolo from Hawthorne. He does, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah. And fights exactly like I imagined Paul yeah. Piopolo would. Just keeps coming forward. Um, Cerrone looks like if Hoist Gracie had found a gym and started lifting.
0: Yeah, it was a little bit, actually. Maybe, you know, probably had cancer or something, like his hair <laughs> or, or something. Uh, no,
1: Hoist Gracie had fought bald. Oh, you know, that's true, actually, yeah. Little little Matt sorry.
0: Hughes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean actually worked out instead of taking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I mean... It looks like um, Donald Cerrone is coached by Matt Moran, too. So, <laughs> I mean, if that inspired to punch someone in the face in the gym, then I don't know what does.
1: Um, geez, what a great fight. Was It, um, it was. It, McDessie, you've got to give him full marks for stepping up at yep. late notice against Cerrone, who's yep. been on a tear this year. Yep. He set himself a goal to get a title fight um, yep. at the start of the year, and he's fought everyone and anyone.
2: Yeah. He's done um, himself no danger there. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I
0: think he's actually going for Employer of the Year. Employer yeah. of the Year. <laughs> he's winning too. I was
1: going to say, um, it, it's, it was good to see that um, Uncle Dana wasted yeah. absolutely no time coming out and going, yeah. Uh, but also, it's good to see that Saroni actually took the fight
0: because he was supposed to fight Nemogomidov, yeah. and that's yep. for a number one, um, well, for the title shot. And it was suggested that. You don't have to take this fight, you'll probably get the next title shot because Nomegomada is out again. Yeah, out. Who else is there? Yeah, and he said, No, I, I'm, I'm a fighter, that's you what I do. Fire. I yeah. fight, and so he, you know, drank his six pack for fight week. And- <laughs> and,
1: but I mean, that's been his attitude all year. Yep. he's like, I'm here to fight, I'm here to fight. Who's yep. next? Come on, I want to fight. Oh, let's go, this let's guy, this guy, this guy, I want to fight, want to fight. Yeah, um, and uh, McDessie was uh, a perfect opponent for him. Yeah, um, well, the cowboy and the bull, the cowboy yeah. and the bull, yeah, yeah. Um, Matador. Wish we made that connection in the preview. <laughs> um, look, McDessie wasn't without his shots. He got a yep. good couple of tags in. Yeah. Um, you know, and got him on the chin once or twice. But um, every yeah. time he did, he wore two back.
2: That's exactly right. Um, yeah, and they were all coming at all levels, all directions too. Like they could have been a left, a right, yep. left knee, right knee, left kick, right kick. Anything could yeah. be coming at him.
1: And not just that. I mean, Cerrone's footwork is amazing. Oh, his yep. ability to just change, change his the position, angle and yeah. all of a sudden
2: he's doing an overhand right instead of yep. a right cross or a right uppercut instead of a left cross. Yep. It, it's just amazing how uh, high quality his strikes are.
1: On the same card where we had Uriah Hall fight um, earlier in, yep. uh, in a different weight division but you can see that Cerrone and Hall have a lot of the same tools Yeah, but Cerrone is so much more polished. Yeah, he uses them better. Yeah, yeah. I think it sets up his kicks.
0: I think especially for this fight where Usually, well, for the last, uh, well, a lot of Serena's fights on this current streak that he's on have been late fill-ins or something like that, where um, he's had a lot to gain out of taking those opportunities. I think this was the real one where he didn't really have anything to gain out of taking this fight, but he took it anyway, and he didn't play conservative. He went in there to finish this fight, but fought smart. Like, he was in there, real crisp, real sharp, making sure he didn't put himself at risk (laughs) unnecessarily and I was really impressed. I think it puts you in really good stead for a shot at Dothanyov. Well, yeah. you say nothing to gain, but getting the goodwill of Dana, it's a,
2: it's yeah.
1: a fair game. I reckon he already oh, got that. And though. I, think, <laughs> yeah, I think he had that in spades. But yeah. I mean, he just goes to show, look, you know, yeah. this is what he's going to do.
0: He's not doing it for the goodwill of anyone. He's doing it because yeah. he just loves yeah. getting there and... Smashing and,
1: some people up. Um, again, uh, props to Joe Rogan. Uh, gave everything to McDessie, who called the fight himself. Yep. Um, and when you know your, your jaw's broken, there's yeah. no need to show how tough you are. I keep going. As we were watching it, we said,
0: it was that back elbow, like yeah. the, uh,
2: I think they call it the Indian jab, where you actually heard the jaw yeah. just crack. Yep. And after that, you could see he's sort of working his mouth around, trying yeah. to think, is it broken? But by that time... It, the fight's still going, yeah. so he he didn't it, uh, call it. He thought, well, maybe it's hot spot, he, he maybe still, it's something. He's yeah. Still moving forward. Yeah. yeah,
0: and the thing is, like when you're doing that and you're just sort of trying to test your jaw open and closing, yeah. Donald's one meter away from you. He yeah. can see <laughs> you doing that, yep. and that just sends out well,
1: red flags. And so one kick landed, and he went, "Nah, that's yeah. it." Yeah, and. It, I'm, it reminded me of, um, uh, there was a Mike Tyson fight years ago uh, yeah. where he tagged some massive dude after his comeback in the second round and the bloke r- retired on his stool. Yeah. Um. And the crowd was booing in, the commentators were getting into him yeah. and then um, he went for x-rays and they showed his jaw was clean, broken. <laughs> yeah. And the commentators went, okay, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Um, we didn't need to wait that long for this one. You could see what's going on. Yeah,
0: and, and I think I have no problem with this stoppage at all because no, no, t- no. traditionally... Um, any combat sport has been going in to watch people punch heads. And yep. that's the sort of stereotype the UFC is trying to get away from. And even though that's what a lot of people go to UFC to see, I think that the whole point of the UFC is to find out who is the best fighter. Yeah. Once you've understood who the best fighter is, your fight's over. You don't need yep. to sit there and watch someone get their head look, caved well, in. Well, you're not going to win it with a broken jaw. Yeah. No, but you he, can see Donald's the best fighter. He's going, I'm done. There's no use proving I'm tough because I'm being here. I'm already tough.
1: Look, he could, you know, cover up and... Fall down at that last yeah. kick and go to the fetal position, but why wear um, more? Exactly. Um, and again, full marks to Cerrone too. As soon as um, he's called for the time out, yeah. I mean, by all accounts, he he can still go in and start yeah. throwing punches. Yep. Yep. Um, but you know that that's a tap right in there. Yep. Um, it's a verbal submission, so um, he didn't need to prove anything else. Yeah, I agree.
2: I remember seeing one in Invicta with a girl's. Uh, she's been taken down, and she's got guard, but the other girls on top. And in the takedown, her mouth guard went flying. Yeah. And she's gone to the ref. Oh, you know, time, time, need to get my mouth guard. And the ref's like, there's no time out here, sweetheart. And now the other girl's just pounded the fuck <laughs> out of her. Yeah, it's red yeah. tube. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, there was a fight in one of the um, uh, ultimate fighters where somebody dislocated their finger. And he's called, time, yeah. time, time. And they've gone, yeah, time, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Time for you to get <laughs> the yep. fuck out of here. That was, You're done. I think
0: that might have mm. been maybe Tito. Was, no, it wasn't Tito coaching. Someone was coaching who was just tough as fuck. And yeah. they've gone, you know, what... You put it back in. You keep fighting. Yeah, I,
1: I can't remember who it was, but um, but it looked like it was somebody that didn't yep. uh, didn't belong there anyway, yeah. and uh, haven't seen him since. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, another a great fight in, in this uh, pay-per-view card, which lived yep. up to it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, with the expectation of everyone just salivating over Nurmagomedov-Saroni, uh, yeah. this that, one delivered as well. It, it
1: did deliver, but I, geez, and, I, I, I don't care what happens with Dos Yep. I still want to see that fight.
0: Yeah, and Nurmagomedov is in the building watching this yeah, fight. so
1: <laughs> He must have been just sitting there yeah. just expressionless. Uh, one, this, one of the this, interesting of little
0: tidbits that come out of this was um, during the post-fight presser. Yeah. Um Sorry, just happened to be sat next to Chris Wideman yep. on the on the like all the DS or whatever it is. DS. Yeah. Um he's Taking a six-pack of bud with him, of course. Of course uh, yeah. yes. Just slowly, just casually slides one over in front of Wyvern. Uh, good job, champ. Wyvern. Uh, no, I don't drink. Quick as fuck. Snatch that back. Right <laughs> <laughs> back in front of him. <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear. I,
1: I tell you what, he not only looks after Uncle Dana, he looks after the, the current sponsors. sponsors. Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's already come out and said he loves Reebok. Absolutely. And the thing is, he's
0: doing sweet with his sponsorships because it's... he does lots of extra activities, whether it be wakeboarding and yep. skydiving and rock climbing. Jeez. And this dude's like the Felix Baumgartner of mixed martial arts he could be the bloke that gets a 20 year contract (laughs) most of it back ended he could be a rep
2: he'll have a job no matter what happens as long as Dana's there he'll have a job yep
1: so that was the last non-title fight of the night and uh, we moved on to the big middleweight bout Weidman versus Belfort so the biggest thing looking into this fight uh, was which um, uh, Vidor shows up yep is it um, juice to the gills, Vitor? Or is it my god, I've left everything behind me, Vitor? Yeah.
0: I, I think it was shit, I've got to find a different type of juice, Vitor. And we're still in the trial phase.
2: Oh, uh, he could have won that if he had his juiced TRT, uh, I don't know, Asahi. Very
1: mutant strength. Look, he won the first ninety seconds, but when he was unloading on Weidman, um, yep. Weidman was covering up really well. He was. So yeah. I, I'm not sure that all those. I mean, those punches still hurt. Yeah, he still got blood. Yeah, he still opened up. Um,
0: I think that was actually from that inside elbow that he started throwing when um, yeah, he stopped. Because the... also, I know that when he when he got that trt exemption. He actually started training all those kicks and when he knocked out Rockhold because yeah. his hands have broken too much so he can't throw punches a whole yeah. lot. So possibly in that flurry, he's like going to finish it and going, oh, fuck, and then he starts throwing elbows and gases.
1: Right at the end, he started throwing. You he's, so he's, he's measuring it and like yeah. elbow, elbow, and he's like...
0: And, and they look and like the it. most effective strikes of that whole flurry. <laughs> was, that, was that one or two elbows? Yeah. Well, he had a nice uppercut in there too. I think. Yeah, true,
1: yeah. he did too, sorry. Um, and then after that, uh, as we were watching it, we thought it looked like a, a bit of a give up of the takedown. yeah. But on the replay, beautiful yep. timing. Wasn't it? That was that an
0: excellent takedown. And the, that's what's what sucks is that the skill of that takedown will be lost on the general fan. But yep. generally when you're going for a double leg, you'll try and drive through. But he just um, secures it. the legs mm. and just turns the corner so that Vitor can't step anywhere. Yeah. And that's it. He's down.
2: A lot of wrestlers do that drive through, just keep push, 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 push. Shao yep. um, Sonnen had a brilliant double leg in that style. He would just Muscle it through. Um, yeah. Again,
1: he'd also make, get he under, under that gravity yeah. as well. And, Maybe the best double leg in, in mixed martial arts during his time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um But look, I mean, Wideman as soon as he hit the ground, Vitor honestly looked lost.
0: Uh, uh, not even lost, he looks spent. Like, yeah. done. And Vitor's a black belt, and not just a black belt, he's under... You know, some good talent some serious talent yeah, yeah so I, I don't believe that he is that useless on the ground I just no. kind of believe that with the people that he's under and so I think he's just knackered yeah, something's uh, not right
1: and Wyman did, didn't give him a chance to yep. um, to uh, catch his breath or, or to take stock you know he was, yeah. I think he was straight into half guard and then through that and then on to mount
0: and without any resistance
2: either no. um, well, and you can't say that Belfort was surprised. He's fought every bastard. Yeah? Yeah. I
1: mean,
0: he almost submitted John Jones from that position. You know yep. what I mean? Like, yeah, all he did was recover guard. And, I mean, to be honest, I think John Jones would beat Chris Wyvern every day of the week. Yep. So, I don't see... I think when they're talking about the actual uh, mechanisms of TRT on the body, they were saying that getting off it is an unproven thing. We don't yeah. know how to do it yet. Okay. Mm. And so, I think maybe he legitimately is off TRT, and this is what we see where it's a, it's a human experiment that we're yeah. watching.
2: Well, yeah, because... You know, in which sums up Vitor's life. In my understanding of uh, testosterone replacement, it, it's just pumping more testosterone into your body. It's not getting your body to make more testosterone. Right. So when right. that happens, your body produces more estrogen, yep. which you know, obviously being the female hormone yeah. leads to extra fat and all that sort of shit. Yep. 70%
1: shit, cut in your paycheck. Yeah. That's <laughs> it.
2: You can never be Prime Minister of Australia um, or, or the US. Well, we've had one. Have we? Have we
1: really? Have <laughs> all we? right, we're going into a different area there
2: then. <laughs> it all depends who you ask yep. on that one. But um, the when you cut off the testosterone, your body just keeps making that same amount of estrogen because right. it's expecting that testosterone to come from somewhere else. Right, okay. And yeah. uh, when it doesn't, it kind of doesn't really understand how to make it
0: anymore and i suppose at that age the resilience of your body to adjust to those sorts of levels isn't as as sort of adequate as when you're younger
2: well yeah i mean if you jump on the bodybuilding.com forums and all that sort of shit they they talk about it a fair bit um there was one pretty famous story that went around about a guy who's on there saying well you know i'm not getting results uh you know what what's going on and they're like well you know what are you doing he's like oh you know i've got the uh trend or whatever it was and he's like yeah i'm injecting it in my butt every morning and just not having an effect and plus it kind of hurts a bit and they're like oh know, yeah, toughen up princess so you know it hurts so it hurt and it was scratchy so i ended up taking the metal bit off at the end they're like take the metal bit off What the fuck do you mean and then he's like oh well, you know the the sharp bit i took that off and just used the syringe I'm like shut where are you injecting it he's like in my butt I'm like you mean in your butt cheek he's like
0: no. I thought <laughs> well, he was taking steroid suppositories.
2: He was giving himself a, st- a steroid enema. A steroid
1: enema. <laughs> um, right.
2: So I don't know whether Vitor Belfort's been doing that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I
1: don't know. You know. Hey. I, I,
0: reckon, I reckon Vitor knows how to take steroids. <laughs>
1: while, we're, Just a hunch. while we're potting Vitor, um, it's very hard on a on a card that has Mike Pyle on it to have the worst haircut. <laughs> yeah, this is true. The Moe Mullet. The no. Mo Mullet with the cross in the Tattoo. side of his head. it. It yeah. did
2: look a lot like Wild Thing out of Major League. Yeah. So it did actually, it kind of looked like a Oh yeah. actually there's a point. Who's there's had more drugs? Mean? Charlie Sheen or Vitor Belfort? Oh, hey, come on.
1: No. I no. mean, Vitor Belfort, Vito Belfort's way. had you know quite a few, but we're talking different yeah. leagues. I mean, yeah. you know, the movie was Major League for yeah. a reason. And Vitor actually has to do shit with his day. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, uh man got the job done. Um, yeah. It's uh, you know lots of flag-waving on Memorial Weekend for the Americans. Yeah. They love that shit.
0: But hey, it's time for Jacare. Get the Oh yeah. feather in sorted. there. I think he's had all these surgeries he needs to get done.
1: Well, that's um, Weidman's second title defense. Plus, you know the title win all over Brazilians, and there's another Brazilian third, stepping I up
0: third. Yeah, the uh, Machida. Oh yeah, Machida, of and- course. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he's you know making a, a habit out of taking the Brazilians out. So and, and
0: he has been doing a bit of talk with that recently as well. Um, but I think that with Weidman, he's he doesn't do any trash talking. He's a very open sort of person when it comes to he, down the he, he fights, and that's what he does. Yep. Um, I think we've seen a little bit of a change of persona he was quite pissed off with Vitor before the fight started over some elevated testosterone levels (laughs)
2: yeah Uh, yeah, with that uh, the three Brazilians I did see that um, Anderson Silva's come out recently and said you know everyone's on my back about a cheater I've never I've never been a cheater (laughs) all that sort of shit it's like yeah like you got caught you got (laughs) caught with peds and one of the um, the supposed Results of taking PEDs can be brittle bones. Oh, okay. So, you know, no. No, no, why not? No, in no way, shape, or form am I saying he's been taking PEDs for a very long time. But on weight of evidence, you'd have to think it's at least a possibility. So the people saying that you cheated uh,
1: before you were caught cheating yeah.
2: may actually have a, a bit of a point. Um, and I mean, um, well, he hasn't taken anyone to court for it anyway yet, anyway.
1: The other thing I can say is um, the question was put to Charles Sonnen do you believe that Silva was taking um, performance enhancing (laughs) drugs when he faced you and Charles' answer was not as many as I was. (laughs) Which leads into what I was going to say. If you go back and look at um, who Silva's beaten over 10 years
0: not many of them aren't on juice. No, not many of them haven't been caught. It
2: is a bit of a Lance Armstrong sort of situation. Um, You know, yeah, to compete at that level, he might have had to take juice, but uh, he got caught. And,
0: and like we were saying, the the people who test for these substances are always playing catch up. Yep. they're not ahead yeah. of the curve. Yeah.
2: Well, the people that test are generally uh, government or commission based, uh, you know, commission of that particular sport, uh, and they don't have a to be lot. bribed. Well, <laughs> Which, that would never honest. happen. Actually, not in the, Vegas. The <laughs> people just got uh, a bunch of people just got arrested
0: for taking yeah. bribes. I did see that, and the thing is, if you're a FIFA official and you get arrested. You didn't bribe enough. <laughs> yeah, I was going
1: to say, or you bribe the wrong person. Yeah. Your, your man left town. Um, well, that was a great lead-in to the final fight of the night, the light heavyweight championship, yep. DC versus Rumble Johnson. And we yep. were talking um, before, um, nicknames, um, because uh, we were talking about names in the preview to it. Yep. I don't think there's many others that can claim that they own their nickname yeah. as much as Anthony Rumble Johnson. Yep. I mean, maybe Bigfoot Silver. Yeah. So um,
0: maybe Rampage.
1: Rampage, That'd but be... um, yeah, he's right up there. Um, look, it, it was a great fight, um, but uh, DC did look, uh, the king of the grind.
0: We picked it as being going two ways. Yep. It went one of those ways. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it wasn't a, a difficult um, way, yeah. way to pick. But geez, Anthony was throwing some bombs. Wasn't he? And I look, mean, he connected on a lot no, of them. They were heavyweight punches. Yeah,
0: and in, uh, guessing. I mean, you might get lots of injuries training with Kane, but you'd learn how to get fucked up and <laughs> yeah. keep on fighting. So, look, some of the bombs that he took from Anthony Johnson would have crumpled everyone else in that division. Yep. And DC, to his credit, took him, kept on pressing forward, did what he needed to do, and got the result he deserved.
2: Well, you think, now that he's got the, the belt, yep. isn't it time for a better nickname? I mean, he, DC, yeah, 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 it's all right.
1: Yep. But... Uh, Daniel Cormier. Oh, he calls himself, you know, king of the grind. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah there. That's but, but when it comes
0: to nice. um, being plain in appearance and, and style <laughs> yeah. and everything that, DC sums it up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But put, put a microphone in front of him. Excellent. Yep.
1: No, Excellent. No worries. Um, look, he, he wore down Anthony Johnson, and you yep. can see that um, Johnson was, he, he was out on the stool at yep. the end of the yeah. second. Um, it was never going to go the length of the third. Yep. Um, when uh, Cormier got his back, it was... I'm not saying, you know, Anthony Johnson gave up or anything, but it was, yeah. I've had enough. And, I, I and can't uh, do yeah. this.
0: And it was also, even if he had to try to do something, they no. <laughs> see...
1: He still had plenty of gas
0: left. <laughs> he, he, there's not many people in the UFC who can wrestle like him. No. So you can uh, have some sort of idea of what you're going to do. Executing it is a whole different ballgame.
2: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you think he didn't want to get some takedowns in after the John Jones fight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was
0: damn well going to make sure those takedowns stuck and he got a few in early. Absolutely. And I think one of what this fight sort of personified was sportsmanship in UFC isn't lost yet, yep, you can still yep, have yep. exciting fights people are going to look forward to without any animosity with um, just being respectful people and good citizens you're not trying to represent yourself as a fighter you're representing yourself as a human being an individual and a member of a community and being professional yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so you're referring to at the end of the fight, um, obviously we have and new. Um, Rumble yeah. went over and Lead, asked,
0: leading into I know we're going to but leading yeah. into with the pre-fight presses and that there was a lot of respect with what they were saying to each other and also giving credit to to where they sat with John Jones and being reasonable in their discussion actually yep. not being emotional but being reasonable which led into what you are about yeah. to say
1: um, yeah, yeah. Um, you could see that Rumble went over to Dana and said Dana give me the belt oh, yep. I want to um, yeah. put it around his waist which I yep. thought you know, was a great tribute yep. but at the same time there's a little bit of the professional wrestling fan in me was wishing that he just grabbed it <laughs> and put <laughs> the belt it. around the back yep. even if, as a joke yep. <laughs> um, although you know, it might be a bit hard to pass that one off as a, as a, as a, at least go for a swing yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Josh uh, Barnett was in there we'll just, take out. <laughs> or just
2: go for the door just like yeah here I got it alright I'm off <laughs> yeah, well, I
0: was looking at going for the Randy Orton, just run up from no, out of nowhere,
1: belt to the back of the head, yep. RKO, stand up yep. atop of him, and then pick yep. d- elbow, take out to the crowd. Yep. Um, look, you know, if, they, if he had a modicum of um, showmanship about him, that's what he yeah. would have done. And no. I
0: mean, if he had have done that, it would have been in line with DC's post fight speech as well. That was all WWE, wasn't it? <laughs> it yeah, the was. shoot speech.
1: And look. Um, the, the John Jones specter was always over this fight. Yeah. Um, you, you can't ignore it. And so uh, DC just went, here it is. One. Yep. Get your shit together. Yep. So I'll, sure, I'll, I've yeah. I've been watching Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, look, he should have put it, an Irish it, accent on that. It, would
2: have been
0: hilarious. Well, Connor's making far and above what DC made for that fight, so you'd I mean, be stupid yeah. not to take some notes.
1: It's um, a, a pretty obvious thing to say that this is a big milestone for DC's career, um, getting yep. the UFC belt. He's got a lot of other titles around the place. Yep. Um, but because he is going to have a very long career outside the octagon once he's finished as a yep. commentator or all that kind of stuff, it is good that he can have that yep. tag now. Yep. I mean, Absolutely. Because it's something that's missing from somebody like a Kenny Florian. Yeah. Or a and, Charles and hey, when he, or, sat, or Charles
0: when he sat next to John Annick and Kenny Florian, they're going to say, I'm John Annick, here's Kenny Florian, and here's former UFC U- light heavyweight champion Daniel gonna, Cormier. And I'll yeah, tell yeah, what, if you, F- 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 if you are forever. a former
2: UFC light heavyweight champion, you make sure they fucking say that F- every F- damn yeah. yeah. <laughs> intro. It,
1: it's like, you know, um, in, in AFL, Dermot Brereton, every time he gets introduced, yep. five day, five night, Yep. Um, whereas you know they go John Simon Newman, three hundred gamer. Yep. There's that big <laughs> big difference, isn't it? Yep. Um, yeah,
2: it's one of the, no shame in your achievements, but when the bloke next to you is you know done the whole hog, well, it kind uh, of yeah. belittles you a little bit. Well, I
1: mean there is that one goal, you know, at the at the end of football which is that premiership, and in UFC yeah. there's that one title belt in <laughs> yep. your weight division. His goal
0: wasn't helping Kane win heavyweight championship. No. We can no. tell you that.
1: Um, and uh, well, actually that's one other thing too. Now you got Kane in, in the heavyweight. Um, yep. you know, he'll have his unification fight coming up. DC has got light heavyweight Cerrone going in for lightweight. I mean, yep, geez. Rockhold
0: going in for the middleweight as well.
1: No, uh, he's probably next up the cab on the rank. Yep. At
0: least one of them has to be in Melbourne, surely. Well, you would think so. Um, it's, I think it's going to be a matter of timing with when they can fit it in with Melbourne. But I'd be surprised if they didn't. I reckon they'd be going in for two championship, um, two championships on the line there. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was a female one. Because we've got a fair few fighters in the female division. Not saying that they'll be fighting for the title, but the interest is already there.
1: Yeah. Um, you've got, obviously, Rousey, who's fighting in August, so it might be a tight turnaround for her. Yeah, um, I think Rousey
0: said she's going to have this fight and have a bit of a break.
1: A so bit of a break, yep. I think it might be so JJ. JJ, yeah, yeah. Which, I tell you what, I'm, as long as I can find a decent opponent for her.
0: Well, you've got um, she's got another Jessica fight,
1: Aguilar it? coming
0: across from World Series of Fighting, Which who's on a huge streak, and yeah. it's a pretty shallow division at the moment, obviously, in their form.
2: When's uh, Paige Van next fight up?
0: I'm not sure, actually. It no, couldn't be too long, sure. because um, she put a whooping on Felice Harry. Yeah, yeah so, it's, so it's maybe funny. she's due, and
2: um, she gets attention just because she's hot, but uh, yeah. she can still get in
0: there and uh, swing a punch. Absolutely. It's funny, I was listening to the Fight on the Kid podcast, the old one today, where um, they were actually, it was before the Felice Herrig and Paige Van Zandt fight. And we were sure, we are saying, you know, this is a terrible fight for Van Zandt. You just <laughs> put her as the face of Reebok. She's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And you're going to put her against a monster like Felice Herrig who's just okay. going to demolish her. Just, yeah, of course, Bang. I don't think it'll be close. And I think it's just stupid. And Yep, what happens? Yeah. Van Zandt does the fucking demolition job on yeah.
1: Felice Herrig. A bit like my tipping this year. Um, so if they're going to have two title fights then, the other title fight, I think he's going to be um, Stipe versus yep. um, the unification of yep. Velasquez or, or Verdun. Or Verdun, I agree. Yep. Um, and
0: obviously, if you listen to our podcast, we're trying to push Stipe as a bit of a hometown <laughs> hero in Melbourne. I, he's got family here.
1: I reckon whoever he fights against, he'll be the you know the yep. the underdog You know uh, yeah. that Australians love. Yep
2: i he can come to our gym and it's just so he can have fighting out of yeah. Melbourne, <laughs> Victoria. And the crowd will go fucking nuts. If he, We'll make him come out in a, a footy guernsey or some shit too. Oh, Richmond, give him Ivan Marich.
0: Send him in oh, there, son.
1: Get Marich to walk down to the, to the octagon with him.
0: I reckon you'd have a hard time getting Marich out of the octagon. <laughs> oh, come it. on, cunts. <laughs> I'm ready.
2: He comes pre-mulleted. He's all happy. But yeah, I mean, you know, what a great card. And uh, the bonuses... No no surprise that fight of the night goes to Olovsky-Brown. Yep. Yeah. Um,
1: certainly the highlight reel of the night. Yeah,
2: Bloody hell. Both those blokes just went all out, and exactly what you want from a heavyweight fight. Yep. That'll be uh, one that'll be repeated on the free-to-air. They'll use that to pump up the heavyweight division. Yep. And so they should. Um, if either of those two come to Australia, worth the price of admission right there. Yep. Um, jump the fence if you can. Fuck it. Yeah. If, look, it, if it's at Eddie Edge, you've got no fence to jump, really, but find a way in.
1: And they yeah. gave performance of the night to the two um, championship winners. Um, look, personally, I thought that um, the stun gun could have got it. Uh,
0: I thought Me stun too. gun, Cerrone, or um, Moraga and Benavides.
1: Um, yeah, good that was a good, good fight. But yeah. I thought it was an all-around performance. Like, the stun gun was, it was just unbelievably good. Yeah, true. Um, Wideman, I don't know really why he got performance of the night. I mean, okay. I know he feed it, finished Vitor, but it wasn't. To be honest, well, I think they were impressive too.
2: And Stun got the the only real submission that he had to work out kind of thing. The other two yeah. uh Cormiers and uh Islams and they were both sort of exhaustion rear naked chokes, um, in my opinion. Whereas, yeah. you know, Berkman was uh, cactus it, too. it but, was an exhaustion uh, arm triangle, instead. It was a, it was yeah. a bit of a, a cleaner sub to me. Like but, the, but, the rear naked choke, yeah. uh, a lot of that's you know, not an easy uh submission by any means. But, you know, it's just nice to see something a little bit different, a little bit more technical.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, and also, it was more, for, for me, it was more his control in, in the first two rounds. Yeah. Especially that second round where Berkman just didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Um, it was the complete um, performance to me. But um, the, as much <laughs> as what Daniel Cormier's was, yeah, but, I think they were very much on par. Well,
2: well, you can make the argument for Saron as well. I mean, he controlled that fight, did everything he could. And broke the fucker's jaw. Broke so the fucker's jaw, yeah. Exactly the sort of performance you want from a fighter. Uh, he went out to finish it, and you know, in the end, the crowd was kind of a bit confused. But uh, that's not his fault. No. And it's not McDessie's fault either. He just got a fucking broken jaw.
1: Um, the other big announcements from um, the card was the um, USC Hall of Fame um, wing, where they started to split it up into different sections. I think that's great, whatnot? actually. It's not a bad idea, but, I mean, um, uh, the fight that they inducted was Trigg versus uh, Matt Hughes. Um, it was a great fight and all, but to induct that fight on its own, I'm a little bit... yeah, yeah maybe?
2: Uh, I think it kind of... They wanted to justify Matt Hughes' legacy, uh, in my opinion. Well, I don't think thing? it needs much justification.
1: He's yeah, just say... a pretty
0: cracker one. But I think they're having a physical um, hall of fame. So it's separated yeah. in different wings. But because... It's not a, well, it's a mixed martial arts hall of fame, but it's a UFC hall of fame. It's not governed by that sport. It's governed by this organization. So it's hard to be able to uh, make a sort of, you can't have just one hall of fame and you're in the hall of fame or you're not because there's different reasons to be in the hall of fame. So you've got contributors, you've got the the old guard, I don't know what they're actually calling it, but people from... Legends, I think. Legends. Then you've got um, the modern era hall of fame. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's one other... Category, which is, and they different wings in a physical building. Yeah. So you you can go through and pretty much have a historical tour through the UFC yeah. in um, a building.
1: I think fights was the other, the other one. Yeah, way. yeah, uh, sorry, fights. Yeah. Um, yep. Which I'm I'm fine for, uh, but yeah. I, I just I th- would have thought that the threshold for fights was higher than Matt Hughes versus Frank Trigg. Yeah. Um, I, I, but, not,
0: not so much maybe... I mean, to be honest, I liked the fight. I thought it was a really yeah, good a quality fight. fight.
1: It was an unbelievable but comeback. What it
0: meant at that time was really important, I yeah, think. As yeah. opposed if you like... If you compare that to, uh, let's say, a GSP fight, it's not going to compare regards to skill strategy and those sort of things. But for what it meant at that time, and for how exciting it was just as an all-out brawl, I thought it was, it was pretty good. Because yeah. that was one where... Um, didn't yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Matt Hughes actually get choked out? Um, and he landed and hit the mat. Or was that the
1: rematch? I, no, I think that's the one. Well, you got, you got we, choked got the low out, blow. and then
0: he gets up and he's like, what, I won? Oh, shit. And he jumps to yeah. the fence, yeah? Because uh, he gets choked out, falls down, which face plants, trig. Yeah. And they both sort of wake up, and Matt Hughes is only realising he's won the fight. Yeah. <laughs> after yeah. being choked out.
1: Um, yeah, all all in the one round. Um, the other inductees um, was... Uh, uh, Bas Bus, written, Buzz, yeah um, Which the only surprise for me there was that he wasn't already yeah <laughs> in the hall of fame. Yeah. I
2: think this is the first time they split it up from you know modern pioneer yeah. constructors. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what he said. Um, he is the most legendary uh, commentator. Yeah, for mix, mixed martial arts. Uh, wow, well, Joe, well, is, gets Joe,
1: Joe <laughs> just gets the nod, yeah. but he's definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely second.
0: Yeah,
2: he was there at this. Like, written started
0: first. You like, say, over at Pride, but uh, he was fighting when, when yeah, he yeah. was down I think, because he yeah. did the um, fuck what was it something else not Pride, welterweight uh, Sh- Sh- box, yeah, something like that. No, Pancrase, Pancras. Yep.
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he did all of them, yeah, <laughs> actually. Yeah, um, so yeah, I, it was great that they surprised him on air, yeah, um, on uh, on his yeah, show, yeah. 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 Inside of MMA
0: because he was saying that he knew about the Hall of Fame and he thought he had a, a fair chance of being inducted as a contributor for his commentator and yep. like you was saying with his stuff overseas and he was surprised that he got it for what he did outside of the UFC yeah so I think he' was kind of respected that but he, it's a no brainer absolutely and
1: as well as in the modern era bJ Penn and, um, yeah the a, a guy that when he entered the USC came with all the expectations yep. um, and he, he got there eventually. He yep. got his um, belts in two different weight divisions yep. at left the same time. To go time. fight a pride. And yep. He came back. And when you remember, when he went and fought a pride, he fought... Larry open Manchita. weight. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he fought open weights. and like That's what I, I mentioned on Twitter when it got announced. I said, lots of people claim that they'll fight anybody anywhere. BJ proved that he proved would. Proved it. Yeah. Mm.
2: Uh, and it's easy to say if you're a super heavyweight. Yeah. But to say it, you know, BJ size. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, he'd have to have a wheelbarrow to carry on those big brass balls.
1: And yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day, uh, Matt Hughes is one of the most dominant champions of all time. Yeah. And BJ has two wins. Yeah. Uh, over Matt. You know? Yeah. They, they went uh, two to two and one. Yeah. And they weren't even his best performances. No, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> um, it's absolutely cracker. So uh, again, it was uh, um, for him. It was just a matter of time before he got into the, yep. the Hall of Fame. So um, I thought it was. Uh, fantastic to see as well and I
0: wouldn't be surprised if he's going around trying to challenge other people who are already in the Hall of Fame to try and get the pound for pound <laughs> Hall of Fame <laughs> tell what,
2: if there is an octagon in the Hall of Fame yeah. <laughs> yeah. That like, of the it. And I think Bass would be backing
0: down yeah. either You're too talk he, to he he Hilo, oh, fuck you up that's a terrible Hawaiian accent
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I think that wraps us up for UFC 187 you yeah. got any anymore no, no great
2: card um, well worth the price of paying for it legitimately if you didn't
0: already